Hello and welcome to the Building Christian Fellowship Podcast. We are very excited that you have decided to tune in today and pray you are blessed by today's message. In the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verse 32, it says this, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupted by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Now, there's something that I want you guys to understand. It says, people that do know their God. People that do know their God. You guys, we are going to be talking about for the next few weeks, we'll probably skip over Easter, but probably not. For the next few weeks, we'll be talking about knowing God. Everybody in here knows God, right? Well, after today, hopefully you're going to have an understanding of what God means about knowing him. Because a lot of people say, yeah, pfft. have you guys heard me say it before? Yeah, I know who this person is or I know who that person is. But we don't know them, we just know of them. For instance, when it says, the Bible says, well, Adam knew Eve. Well, you read it, of course you're going to say, Yes, of course they know each other. They're only two humans. But it meant something a lot different. So for you to know God is more than just know his name. It's more than knowing where he lives. It's knowing him in an intimate way. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, and it reads, His divine power has given to us all that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Notice it says, through the knowledge, through knowing him, we have gotten all power that will pertain to life and godliness. And then in Romans chapter 8 and 14, it says, for as many as are led by the Lord, or by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Let me read that again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Now, when you think of a natural family, when a male child is born, by default, he becomes a son. Or the word in Greek for son of of a male-born child is technon, which means a male-born of a woman by a man, he becomes a son. But when a person becomes born again, we are not automatically classified as sons. A lot of us talk about, well, I'm a son of God, but we're really not sons of God. We're more like children. And there's a huge difference that we got to learn today. As we read in the scripture, the scripture where we read, it says, they that are led by the spirit of God are the sons of God. That word son is specific And it is a word in Greek that means weos. It says, as many that are led by the Spirit of God are the weos of God, are the sons of God. Now, let me pause here for a moment. And we want to look look first at this word led. Led. Now, led isn't just a metal on your periodical table. It isn't something that you can get poisoned by. and, And it's not something that you find in a pencil. We're talking about being led. And that means, led means to show someone or something the way to a destination by going in front or beside them. To be a reason or a motive for someone, to be in charge or command of, 
to assign the most important position to a person. And as a side note, being led by the wrong thing will get you lead poisoning. When you're led by the wrong thing, you can end up with lead poisoning. What does that mean? There's so many things that we're led by that aren't God that will get us in the wrong place at the wrong time, put us in the wrong direction, if you guys understand what I'm saying. And you end up with a thing, or you end up in a, in a position that is bad for you. Yeah, you guys ever been so hungry that you, you, you opened up some food that's been in your refrigerator for a little while? And you smell it? Smells a little off, but you think, eh, it's okay, it's been in the refrigerator. I'm hungry, ain't nothing else to eat. Ain't never happened to you before? Okay, maybe I'm the only one. But then you eat it, and about 15, 20 minutes later, <laughs> you got poison. The Bible says there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end, therefore, of is death. And what we're doing a lot of times, we're being led by things that aren't God. And we say they're God, but it's not God. So when we allow the Spirit of God to go before us, when we allow the Spirit of God to be our motive for our action, and when we allow the Spirit of God to be uh, in command of our lives, and when we assign our lives over to the Spirit of God, then and only then can we be called the sons or the weos of God. We can't be sons until we're led. Somebody say led. God wants to lead us in every area of our life. See, everybody's being led by something. Can I say that again? Everybody's being led by something. Even leaders are being led. And if you're one of those people in here who think you don't need a leader, I got some news for you. You've already gotten three leaders. And your three leaders are arrogance, pride, and ignorance. They're, they're, they're three of your leaders that you, you think you don't know, but they know you very well. Because people say, I don't need a leader. I am a leader. Well, even leaders have leaders. And a, and, a, and a leader that doesn't have a leader is just walking in circles. And anybody follow them is going to get lead poisoning. <laughs> when it comes to be led, being led by God, there are two words that I want to talk to you guys about being real, real quick or briefly. That's logos and rhema. Now, Rama isn't just the name of Donald's youngest daughter, but it's a real word that you find in the Bible. In the Pentecostal or Charismatic Church, the word logos refers to the written word of God, and the word rhema means the utter or spoken word of God. The purpose of both logos, the logos word, the written word, and the rhema word, the spoken word, are that we may be led by them. Somebody say led. The problem we have as Christians is we refuse to be led by the Logos word, the written word, and we think that we could be led by the rhema word, which is the spoken word of God. Oh, what does that mean, Pastor? I always hear people say stuff like, well, God told me. Okay, I ain't going to go there. The written word of God was first spoken, the spoken word, and it was written down so that we may read it and run with it according to Habakkuk. Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 2, and it reads, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision. Make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. So it was spoken, then it was written. And now that it's written, it's supposed to be spoken. 
The reason why so many of us are having a hard time running with the things of God is because we're not reading the word of God. Well, I want to know what God has for me. How often do you read your Bible? Every Sunday. (laughs) The scriptures you show us. You're not going to find out your purpose in life unless you know, somebody say no, the word of God. It's so funny because we say, no, I know my word. You guys remember Justin used to have a shirt that says, know your word. And it's so prophetic and it's so profound because it goes deeper than knowing your word, which is just the Bible. Because the Bible says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So when it says, know your word, it means you must know Jesus. And to know your word, your Bible, to know the scripture means that you will begin to know your God. Jesus said, lo, I come in the volume of a book. So you want to know about God, it isn't going to be through your pastor. I'll help you get revelation, but you need to open up your book for yourself and start reading. If, if somebody came to me and says, hey, look, man, I know this girl. I want you to meet her. Her name's Kaya. I'd be like, great. Tell me about her. They start telling me about her. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. But I never go and introduce myself to her. I never take my own time to hear from her and know about her. I don't know her. I know of her. But until I introduce and spend some time and begin to talk and to know who she is and watch her, then I'll begin to learn more about her. Now watch this. So what helps me out about knowing Kaya is going to people that know her best, like her parents. Now I could see and think what I know, but I'll go to her parents And her parents will be able to tell me, this is why she acts that way. This is why this happens. And this is why flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father, which is in heaven. I can't begin to see who the Word of God is until I begin to know who the Word of God is. And then God himself will reveal to me the right and wrong way. Because a lot of us have these opinions about God, which really gets me on Facebook. And everywhere else in life, when people want to tell you what what God is or what God says and what happens, and they ain't never even cracked open the Bible. You can't have an opinion about something you don't practice. You can't have an opinion about something you don't know anything about. God spoke his word, and the prophets and apostles wrote the word down, and now it's up to us to read the word. And if you can't be led by the logos, the written word, then you definitely can't be uh, led by the rhema word or the voice of God when he's speaking to you. Now, maybe I'm wrong with this, but I never understood how somebody can say that they're obeying the voice of God, but not obey the written word of God. How are you going to tell me that God said one thing, And you're going to be obedient to what God said to you in your head. But you can't be obedient to what God said in his word. Now, I'm getting a little deep now. Actually, it's very shallow. It's plain. You can't talk about God told you to start a ministry when you can't even tithe. You guys hear me? You can't sit down and, and, and say that God told you to do one thing and you can't love on your enemies. You can't say that you're obeying God when you can't submit to your leaders. 
All this is written in the word of God. So if you're not obeying the word, the logos word, you can't obey the rhema word. Because what you're calling rhema may not be the God most high. Because the God you're hearing might be flesh. The Bible says the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches enter in and choke the word out of you becoming unfruitful. Sometimes our situations are speaking to us, and they become our God. Our situation, you know, like when we're broke? If you ever make a decision because you're broke, then guess what God you're listening to? Your situation. If you ever make a decision because you're angry, then guess who, you're, guess who your God is? You guys understand. The reason why we must know and obey and be led by the Logos word of God is so we can recognize the voice or rhema word of God. So if we know what is written, we can know when he's speaking to us. Because God's word is perpetual. It goes on and on. It lasts forever. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if God, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, if he is the word, then the word will be the same yesterday, it'll be the, the same today, and it'll be the same tomorrow. So when God begins to speak to me, he's just speaking to me what his word says. The new revelation isn't anything outside the Bible. When it does come, we end up with things like the Jehovah Witnesses. We end up with Mormonism. We end up with the gospel of inclusion because these are new revelations. Well, yes, I know what the Bible says, but I was in prayer and I was fasting and I found some erm and thummin and I began to pray. And as I began to pray, God began to speak to me about there's more revelation prophetic word that I must write down and start this new book for us to follow. When God speaks, I can confirm his word because it's written. God gives you what is written so you know it's him when you need direction. God will begin to speak to us. And as he speaks to us, how do we confirm it's the word of God? Because we're always looking for confirmation outside of the word. Well, you know, um, Sister Tira, I believe God told me that I need to be on the worship team. I need to be leading songs. And it was confirmed just the other day. I said, Lord, if this be you, let this dog run right across the street right now. And not only one dog ran across the street, two dogs ran across the street. So it's been twice confirmed. Yes, two or three witnesses. His word shall be established, praise God. What's happening, saints of God, is we're being led away because we have itching ears. And when somebody comes and begins to say something to you in Jesus' name, we begin to follow. That's why, listen, look, I, I believe the word of God fully and wholeheartedly. I am a pastor, and the Bible talks about submitting to your pastors and your leaders. Yes, you do that. But at the end of the day, it, it, it says, Paul says, follow me as I uh, follow Christ, or I am of Christ. What happens is you listen to your leaders because you're sure that what they're speaking and what they're doing is 
that of the Lord Jesus Christ. And how will you know that you're not being led astray? Because God has made it. Oh, in his awesome power, he has put something in somebody to invent the internet for you to have a Bible. Not everybody has a Bible, but everybody got a phone. I, I'm, I'm at this, I haven't met anybody that don't have a phone. And if they don't have a phone, it's because of choice. Because they're giving them away free. You can download a Bible app. Read your word so you know that I'm not lying to you. You want to be led by God and inspired by your pastor. Did you catch the difference? I'm inspiring you to follow and have a real relevant relationship with God. But all I'm here to do is introduce you to him. It's up to you. To begin to know your word. <laughs> As I bring this to a close. You will, you will reap the result of what you're led by. You will reap the result of what you're led by. When you're led by reason, listen very carefully. When you're led by reason, you won't achieve the plan and purpose that God has for you because you won't know the reason or result of your obedience. When God told Abraham to go, he didn't tell him where or why. He just said go. But if Abraham would have reasoned this whole thing, wait a minute, God, this can't be you speaking to me because right now I'm in a place where I have a lot of, of things. I, 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 right now I'm doing well. I'm in my father's house and I have protection. I have land. I have cattle. I have all this, God. So it can't be you telling me to leave where I'm at right now. It doesn't make sense. That's reasoning. And when we're led by reason, we'll never achieve what God has for us. Abraham never knew where he was going until he started to listen. When he started to be uh, led, then he began to know. God said, go to a place which I will show you, but you first must go. The other thing you'll reap, or the other master, and the, that's a, if you're led by, is logic. If you're led by logic, you won't receive the blessing that God has for you because it doesn't add up. God says, given it shall be given unto you. Logic tells you to hold on to what you got. I heard this guy the other day say this, which was really funny. He goes, Listen, man, you can't give away. Doesn't your Bible say Jesus saves? You'll get it. Just think about it. He said, Jesus saves. He, this is not a Christian. He was talking about giving away money. So if Jesus saves, shouldn't we be saving our money? Shouldn't we be holding on to it? I said, no, Jesus saved, but he also invests. Jesus made deposits, and he continues to make deposits in his people. And guess what? He expects a return. Oh, I'm going somewhere. See, he, when he invests, when you invest in something, you want a return. So God will tell you to do things that just won't add up. God says, I want you to be a tither. Well, I, I can't afford to tithe. I can't afford to give this month. It's tax season. I may owe. It's funny because people are looking like, you're prophesying, pastor. 
Or you might be sitting down going, man, why is it that every year I always owe? Why is it every year I'm not getting ahead? The harder I work, the more money I spend. It seems like the more I work, the more money I'm losing. It just makes sense. The more you work, the more money you get, right? You would think. But you keep working, but you're still losing money. It doesn't make sense. So why not try God? He said, try me and see that I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. He will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Some people know. There's some tithers in the house. There's some people in here that know that when you're being tested, that a, 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 a faith untested is a faith untrusted. And sometimes God will, will begin to test you or allow things to happen in your life so that you will see, not, not to test you to see if you're faithful, but to, to show you that he's faithful. <laughs> here's another thing you don't want to be led by your emotions Lord when you're led by your emotions you will be an up and down Christian emotions are feelings and when you're led by your emotions you only serve God when you feel like it come on y'all you could tell sometimes I'm about the weather People, people are just like the weather. They change. <laughs> Especially in California. It's going to be hot today and it'll be cold tomorrow. Hot one minute and cold the next. When we're led by our emotions, our emotions change. I'm not always happy. But if I serve God according to my emotions, I'm never going to get anywhere with God. My emotions are not stable enough to be led by. Come on, somebody. That's, you know, that's, that's why, why relationships and marriages break, because we're led by our emotions. I'm just not happy anymore. You guys know happy is an emotion. I'm not happy. When you're led by your emotions, you're mad, and you go, I'm not going to do it. So this minute you're mad. Do you know you're not always mad? You're not always happy. But if you're led by the Lord, he will always direct you in the right way, no matter how you feel. Have you ever done something angry, something you didn't want to do, but you did it, and it benefited you? I hate to say, but you guys, you guys look at our worship team. Praise God, our worship team is melting away. If you guys haven't noticed, I don't know. I mean, I was looking at my wife and looking at Jenny and, and Ariel and Atira and and, and, and um, Isabella and all them, look, you look at them, they're like getting smaller. But you know what? They're doing something they don't want to do, which is being disciplined. They don't want to eat the food that they have. They don't want to get up early in the morning and work out. They don't do all, they don't want to do it. They do it angry. They do it tired. They do it frustrated, but they do it. They're not getting it. I, I, my wife gets it. Jenny, I know you get it too. But you know what? They're doing it. Their emotions are, are if they woke up in the morning and say, I don't feel like it. And they're led by their emotions, they'll stay in bed. I don't feel like forgiving you. I don't feel you deserve it. 
I don't feel like blessing you. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like serving today. But when you're led by the Spirit of God, surrendering to the Logos Word, which allows you to hear the Rhema Word, when you submit yourself to the written Word of God, it'll allow you to hear the spoken Word of God. Comparing what you heard with what is written, then and only then can you be called and considered a son or we us of God. Saints of God, in my closing, I got to ask you a question. What and who are you being led by? Is it God or is it your reason? Is it your logic or is it your emotions? And if it's any of those three, then you're not a son. They that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. We can't be led by them unless we know them. And we can't know them unless we read about them. And we can't be led by them unless we know his word. Amen? Amen. Stand to your feet. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. And if you would like to know more information about our church, please visit thebuildingcf.com or download our app on all major app stores and marketplaces. Once again, thank you and have a blessed day.